Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. Double Deuce. Double Deuce. She came in strong on that one. We did. Yeah. And we're back in the room. Actually, I'm in England. Yeah, technically right now you're in England. It's weird. I'm six hours ahead of y'all motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I know what's going to happen. This is another one of those time travel episodes. It is another one of those time travel episodes, except we're here at the mm-hmm. same time yep. as well, but we're a week behind, but I'm six hours ahead of you in the now. <laughs> Through watch. Yeah, still doing okay. All right, good. Still doing okay. We still we'll got see. Amber here. I feel like it is. I can feel it like starting to crumble at the edges. Like yeah, can, it was. It was having mm-hmm. a little like like last week's episode, which was actually just a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Like right at the end, you were starting to sound a little. Maybe mm-hmm. like it was starting to give a little. It's like the you know, you can, it's the the very first. It, the fucking you can see that like the footsteps in the water of the T Rex of the, the throat coming <laughs> <Yeah>. apart. <laughs> it's like, it's you like can't really hear it yet, but you can kind of feel it a little. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I can see it in, in my beer. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, I hate that feeling. There's nothing worse than a fucking uh, nothing worse than losing your voice. Uh, I, I, it happens to be like one day. Did I tell you about the time that uh, actually here was the weirdest? Um, happened about uh, eight months ago. I was in at work and I'm mm-hmm. talking and I cough. Gone. I like it just goes. <laughs> just blew like, it out. Big like cough. A... Yeah, and like I start uh, coughing, and I'm trying to respond to um, the other one of the other people, one of my coworkers, and I just I can't. I I lost it completely. And she's like, "What just happened?" I'm like, "I don't know." I got a little bit freaked out. Apparently, that happens. Yeah, yeah. Amber's back again too. Amber hey. is back uh, with a brand new edition. Uh, hi, Amber. Hey. Amber thought last one was the longest 22 minutes ever. <laughs> now let's see how this one goes. For those, of you, um, for those of you who missed that episode, yeah. at, at a certain point she thought we'd already started doing this one. Really yeah, so she's, she's already halfway through this episode. It's like that karate mentality. <laughs> she's through the bricks and to the red line. She's become unstuck in double deuce. It's true. <laughs> but the good news is she's got a green belt and uh, she's having those. What are the, what are the good shrimps of the lobster? She's having those shrimps, the good shrimps. <laughs> We're both like, I don't know, I don't no know, idea I, what the fuck you're doing. I think I should go back and explain what, that what are the, what are the good every time I went to a Taekwondo, okay, all my, all my Taekwondo belt competitions uh-huh. were in Kansas wait, you, City. Wait, 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 wait. You were in Taekwondo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's go back there. Yes, uh-huh. I was in Taekwondo, okay. like, like, until about two weeks ago. No, this was when I was, this was when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and we'd always have the belt competitions mm-hmm. in, fucking Kansas City, so we'd always take a bus, and then we get to take the bus from the Taekwondo competition to Red Lobster, Sweet. and we'd wow. have a Red Lobster lunch, uh-huh. and then we'd go back to But what, to what was the good shrimps? Well, it's like those, those season trips, you know, the ones that they're always advertising. Oh, the, one, the, ones that, the ones that have, like, that guy's name in them? Yeah, yeah, yeah like the, the Jimmy Wisconsin Shrimp. I don't know if that's the name. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. <laughs> I know, like, what, dude, what are you talking about? Jimmy Wisconsin. Jimmy Wisconsin. <laughs> Wisconsin, famous for their shrimp. He's a shrimp king of Milwaukee. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Like bubbling in the little <laughs> the metal <laughs> Great Lake Shrimp. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is he related to Tommy Bartlett? <laughs> yes, yes. That was uh where around the Wisconsin Dells, like Tommy Bartlett like owns and operates a bunch of like the shitty little museums. I, I say shitty just because of the way that they're kind of put together, but they're actually fun, especially if you're high. Like I remember going to Tommy Bartlett's robot world with cows. <laughs> it was kind of amazing. <laughs> especially because you're going through there's like these two robots and like you're in a spaceship that's in, in trouble and these two robots keep going like behind glass as you go through halls. If you're gonna be like, Where oh no, it's an emergency and then, and then you go through, and then there's just some exhibits about robots. <laughs> like there was, a, I think there was a, a robot dog demonstration <laughs> back when those robot dogs were come out. <laughs> so <laughs> that we, that we kind of had to back away from because it was like I think it was like ten, like eight to eleven year olds and us, and then we kind of looked at each other and just backed away <laughs> from it. So like, we're, this isn't for us. <laughs> As fascinating as this robot dog demonstration is. You guys were the creepy old guys in the robot museum. That's true. This was a while ago. Yeah. I mean, we were still technically the creepy old guys, but I think we were like 25. <laughs> not 37, Don't you wish you could go back and do it right now? Uh-huh. I would go back to Tommy Bartlett's robot world in a heartbeat. All right. Well, hey. I wish I was there right now. Hashtag robot museum. I've got some VR games at the end. I think, I think we should make road trip. Amber, you in? Let's leave right after the show. <laughs> So confused. Right. Tommy Good. Bartlett's robot museum. Robot world. Robot world. Where <laughs> is this? In the Wisconsin Dells. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> or, as the, or as the <laughs> sign said at the uh, the convenience store that we parked in to sleep the night before, <laughs> the Wiz Dells. <laughs> so this episode is off like a fever. <laughs> uh, we've we went real fast through all that. Like, Let me just go back and uh-huh. say. I'm, you're very happy to be here, right? I'm so happy. To be okay, here. And, and also I never broke uh, bricks in Taekwondo. Um, I never got that far, so I, I sort of lied earlier when I said it was like like thinking through the bricks. Like that is something I hear you do, but I never personally oh, did. It. I thought you said Brexit, and I was so confused. Oh Jesus! Brexit Taekwondo. Brexit Taekwondo. It's a very British style of Taekwondo. <laughs> but a European Union chop chop. You know, yeah. I just realized that you know we've got the goddamn Doctor Who nonsense because of the time traveling, but it's extra Doctor Who nonsense because you're going to be in England, and sometimes some of the best time traveling is modern day England. It's, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that is true. It'll be like you're in a Doctor Who episode. And so life right now is very much like I'm in a Doctor Who episode. Uh, I'm both here and there. It's a little alarming. Uh, so is there anything you want to ask me about England uh, while I'm here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. I just have it so fixed and I wasn't, I was there in 2000 and so I have it so fixed in my mind, my picture. I'm sure. Right. A lot and I don't even know what to ask. Does the food still suck? Uh, Has it gotten better? It's, it's, the food, the food has gotten marginally better uh, in, in, here in modern day England. Uh, it has, it, uh, unfortunately, the good news is when all of the uh, the, the Polish and Eastern European uh, chefs fled, they left all their good food, and so now we have all of that. Yeah. Uh, the, the bad news is we're going to run out in about three weeks, uh, and it's going to be back to steak and kidney pies at Mrs. Lovett's. 
Their bacon us. is weird. Our bacon, uh, sorry, sorry, the bacon <laughs> diet I'm assimilating into the culture. Uh-huh. Uh, the bacon is weird, yes. But it's good on a bacon buddy. You gotta appreciate What's a bacon that. buddy? A bacon buddy is like basically it's a it's a hamburger bun with butter on both sides and two slabs of bacon and then some ketchup or brown sauce, depending on how authentic you want to be. Really? Yes, it huh. is very good. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. If you were back in your country, in the home country, you could go to Brits mm-hmm. and you could purchase uh well it's not British bacon, it's actually Dutch bacon. But it's the same cut. Oh, okay. uh, and you can you can make bacon buddies. It's basically a thicker, course. right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's thicker and it's yeah. and it's it's not. I do think I think that's the, the one the one reason that America and England will never be as close as they could be is that they just have differences in their bacon thoughts. And I feel like I feel like all British people adhere strongly to their bacon and think American bacon is ridiculous and vice versa. When I was living over there, I'm going to, I'm going to step out of my time travel mode for a second because I think that's a very important point. When I was living over there, I I, I, I never could quite... That, that is one area I couldn't reconcile. There were many differences between the two cultures that I can be like, okay, well, that's that, and that's that, and uh, I understand. Um, the bacon phenomenon is so different because both sides feel so vehemently. I feel like if we were to ever have to live in the same place mm-hmm. and there were a group of like astronauts and half of them are British and half of them are American they could agree on almost everything but there would bacon... be some kind of space accident because there was a little bit too much weight to the spacecraft because they had to bring two kinds of bacon and not one exactly exactly <laughs> or, or that's there, there's a space catastrophe where they have to jettison some weight and they end up dying because they can't pick one kind of bacon to keep <laughs> I, I would never ask that, oh, oh man we need to write that, that fucking script <laughs> Apollo 27 <laughs> <laughs> Most of it revolves around bacon. <laughs> they're both pork belly, I think, but I think they're both yeah. from a different part of the pork belly or something. Uh, yeah, and, it and, and it's 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 just a it's a texture difference, and because mm. like British and bacon flavor is, difference, it's never to get yeah, and, and like British bacon is kind of halfway between Canadian bacon and American bacon, mm. and it's good, but it's different. It's it's a little hammy. It's more it like hammy. It's a little more hammy. Uh, and and uh, but but they would also say I think generally. They're not huge fans of the crispy stuff, which I can I can understand if you come from a hammy background. Sure. Yeah. Um, so it, it's it's a very difficult uh, one to assimilate. I, I'd actually like to, and maybe I will uh, mm-hmm. record a brief interview with my friend Stefan, mm-hmm. uh, who I, who I, I mean, now just joyously mispronouncing <laughs> his name every time. But Stefan <laughs> and I are going to have a conversation. I'm going to ask him about British bacon, and I'll bring it back for the for the next episode, and we can play it on here. Do it. Um, and, and, or depending on how you record it, we can. Maybe even splice it or do it there. I didn't want to put you through the extra work. I mean, if you can audacity it, then I know how to like do that. Sweet. I don't know if it's a different kind of file. I could maybe try to do a thing. I don't know. I think I I can make it into an audacity file. But anyway, we'll 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 continue this. I want to put Mm -hmm. yes. Let's put it into the bacon thing, and we'll come back to it because I think that's an important point. I just remember on the British breakfast. I think we were there in London for three days, and one morning I said, "Is there any way I could get my eggs scrambled?" And they said no. Okay, fair enough. It's just a little weird. It's like it's not. If you're already cooking eggs, it's not that. I mean, I don't know. I feel like to make a better scrambled eggs requires a little bit of effort, but just to to scramble eggs is. I I think the thing about the 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 British breakfast is (laughs) is that those eggs are designed with the absolute least amount of effort on the cook's part as possible. Yeah, because you don't even have to flip a sunny side up egg. Yeah, you just just throw it in there. You just throw it in there and let it cook for until it's until it's fucking until everything else is cooked. Mm -hmm. I I will say, fried mushrooms and beans are a goddamn gift to God from the gods uh, for hangover and and 
the beautiful and brilliant part of, a, of, a, of an English breakfast uh, that I sometimes make here, uh, even to this day, because I do miss it. I could do without black pudding, and I could do without the fried tomatoes. It's, that's kind of... Because they're not even like fried tomato slices. They're like half tomatoes. Just, a, just, just bread a full tomato and, and fry it. Just, <laughs> basically, they don't even bread it. It's just like half just throw tomato. It in there. Fucking throw it on a grill, a flat mm-hmm. grill, while everything else cooks. And then throw it on your plate, and it's kind of gross. Sometimes it's a whole tomato. Sometimes it's like a whole roma tomato. I wonder what that'd be like if you just fucking breaded a whole tomato and threw it in a fucking fryer. <laughs> what would that do? Oh, what shit. would happen? I don't know, but I feel like that's a bet. Has that happened before? I feel like there's got to be some kind of fucking Middle America I feel like state that fair be, where that's happened. Yeah. Or that could be a dish at the free state on top of a pile of pasta. Deep fried <laughs> on top of I, just, I feel like the squishy factor would be so alarming. It'd be like, so like, like you. You would have to. I mean, you can't eat it with your your hand like an apple. Or oh anything. hell no! It would just explode. Yeah, you cut that open with a knife, uh-huh. with a face date, and it squirts in the eye with hot tomato juice. Go blind. That would be awful. Well, I, I think we've got a culinary challenge. If you've ever eaten a deep fried tomato, uh, hashtag. I, I think the freeze is not going to advertise yeah. now. It's cool. Whenever we, you know, we recorded uh, recently an emergency backup episode with Matt Gauss, <laughs> where we talked about, you know, some some eating eating in Lawrence, local eating things, and so I think we'll win them back. Yeah, then, yeah. No, when, that's whenever that's that episode airs, whenever, oh, whenever we need this, to use it, Matt, this some, episode needs to go in the trash. You got that one. <laughs> Matt said some really nice things about Burger King. It was, uh-huh. it was, it was great. It was it's, it's something to look forward to. Yes. Who knows when it'll play? Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, certainly, episode. sometime this year. My guess is uh, if it if it holds to how we did it before, it would at least probably come out in the summer. If we we don't we don't hold them that long. The emergency backup. No. <laughs> Uh, so, speaking of the fact that I'm in England, can we mm-hmm. just take a brief moment? And I, I don't really want to spend more than a minute on it, uh, but uh, can we have Sad Sunderland Corner for the uh, anybody who's following? Oh yeah, that favorite season wrapping team. up, isn't it? Yeah, there are only about five, six games left. How and, are they doing? Uh, Sunderland is number twenty of uh, twenty. Oh man, yeah. they're totally going to get relegated this year, aren't they? I think they've got twenty-one points, and the leader leader on the board has about 68, 69 at this what, point. What, what's the what's number eighteen doing? Uh, how, how, do, do we have to, any hope of not getting relegated? Hold on a That's second. Question. Premiership league table. I'll ask Siri. All right. Oh. On research sports corner. Premiership. <laughs> shit. Now I can't even pronounce it. I just looked up Travis shit. Uh, Premiership league table. We're going to try one more time and see how that goes. Nope. Anyway, they're doing badly. Oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. Okay, yeah, uh, so, they have 20 points. All right. uh, number 18, which is... 27. Has 27 uh-huh. points. Uh, considering there are six games to play, they would have to draw... <laughs> they can't win if they draw all of them. They have to win at least one, preferably <laughs> yeah. two, preferably yeah. three or four. And, and need the 19 and 18 teams to their record. <laughs> their record is five wins, five draws, and 19 losses. Oh, man. The number one team, Chelsea, has 22 wins, three ties, and... Four losses. Yeah. So, as you can see, Sunderland is in a world of... Oh, that's a problem. 
I also realize this is the 10th anniversary of my Sunderland fandom. Well, while, while you're over there, you should really try to catch a game because it's probably going to be the last time you came <laughs> for chance. at least a year or last two. Last chance to see him in the Premiership. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Which means the last time, you, because you won't see him if they're not in the Premiership in, in America. No, I can early see him now. Yeah, uh, but they do show Premiership games. Yeah, every week here, but it's yeah. hard to catch a Sunderland one. Yeah, they only well they they'll start showing them now because it'll be the battle for relegation. But could be uh, we might be able to catch one here. They start moving into like here's the ones that are going up, here's the ones that are going down. I don't know. I don't know that they have a chance. They don't seem very motivated. Everything I've seen seems pretty lackluster. But tenth year of being a fan, huh? Woo! <laughs> going great for me. <laughs> So, uh, that's all the time I want to spend on that because it kind of depresses me. Um, How awkward was it living there? How awkward was it living in England? Yeah, like, I mean, how many times did you run into uh, just cultural, like, you know, it was it was a little it it was worse when I first got there because when I first got there in two thousand three, it was after Gulf War two. Uh, it just started. Yeah, it started. After Gulf War II, it just started. Uh, and, and everyone was very, very unhappy with, with, with George Bush, who seemed like the worst president ever, uh, who now seems like a charming, bling, uh, kind of, kind of, you know, idiot that we, all grandfatherly idiot that we all, you know, love and adore and cherish fondly, um, comparatively to what we've got. But anyway, uh, so there, there was a little, there was a, a weird, anti-American sentiment for that, but at the same time in Norwich, there was this big cultural fashion thing going on where Yankees memorabilia was everywhere. Like, it was on New York Yankee symbols were on hats, they were on shirts, so there was, like, all this American baseball memorabilia like, uh, all the how, time. How can you at one time be mad at America's, like, political fucking dominance, but at the same time forgive it in its sports was team? Was it a I think it was a, it was a fashion thing, and maybe it was like a two year. Maybe it had been around before I got there, and it was a holdover from nine eleven or something. Yeah. Could be. But uh, that was also it, it was also right around that time too. Was a really strong uh, Yankees period there, they and won, uh, I feel like they won a couple series around that time. Man, I can't Malcolm right. Glazier. Although they did lose that. What was that? What was that? Two thousand. That one where they lost to fucking Arizona, and Arizona just kept pitching. Fucking Johnson and uh, and fucking uh, uh, I can't think of his goddamn name. He went insane after he <laughs> <laughs> he, he helped the, the Red Sox win there. I'm drawing a complete blank on his name. Yeah, uh, but they just pitched those two pitchers like kept alternating them and fucking won, and it was kind of beautiful because fuck the Yankees. But then yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and there was a, there was a, an American named Malcolm Glazier who uh, I think owned a part of the Yankees, who also uh, owned a part of Manchester United or mm-hmm. most of Manchester oh, United, really? or maybe all of Manchester United. So I think there was a tie-in between those two uh, teams for a little while in terms Could of merchandising. That was around the same time that Premiership. <coughs> Soccer started getting a little bigger over here, and it yeah. started doing. And Man United was one of the first teams that everybody was like in love with that in Arsenal because of Nick Cornsby. Uh, but anyway, so it was it was it was it was mildly it was mildly awkward. It was mildly to medium awkward. I did have to, to like it was mostly cabbies that you'd get trouble from. Like you know, oh, you sound like a yank. 
Uh, I don't like your president. It's like, well, I didn't fucking vote for him. I don't like him either. So yeah. good on I'm, you. I'm living here now. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I moved out. I moved away. Uh, but after you know, like during the Obama years, they 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 loved him. And they, they like Americans were okay again, and it was actually there was a little more of a sort of like every once in a while you get asked some questions. You know, usually it was just well, you're sort of here. We'll sort of accept you because you're here, uh, but. Uh, we don't like Americans uh, very much. Um, that's mostly because I think they didn't, they didn't know a lot of them. And there's, you know, we, we haven't really outdone ourselves with great stereotypes. Also, you'd occasionally come over, like you'd fly over. There would be times when I'd fly over and it'd be like with families that were wearing like all camouflage and sports jerseys. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And like, just, just like they did not represent... America in the same way that like a family of chavs going to Ibiza don't represent <laughs> British people everywhere, and you just be like, well, no, I mean these are Americans, but they're asshole Americans. Every right, country right, has right. assholes. They're assholes everywhere. Uh, these just happen to be, you know, the British ones hmm. or the American ones. I, I was at Walmart yesterday as I was walking in, <laughs> walking out, where two people that were wearing camouflage pants, camouflage jackets, and wolf shirts. Wow. And not ironically, clearly. That's, but, but I was also like, you guys are doing Walmart right. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you. The, you know, they're, like British Walmart is called Asda, mm-hmm. and it's the same lettering style mm-hmm. and the same like color scheme. Do the fucking Waltons own it? <laughs> yeah, I, th- yeah. I think so. I think it's a company because it, it is very obviously mm-hmm. the same sort of aesthetic and it draws like the British version of the same kinds of people and it is kind of hilarious. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's worth a, a go. If you're ever in England, visit the Asda. You'll, you'll, it's, it's, it's Britain's Walmart. There you go. That was my ad. The, uh, that's good. Throat watch. It's still, uh, it's still there, but it is, it's, it's failed. It's a good thing we're not doing three episodes. I don't think yeah. I can get through three episodes. We're nearing the end, though. We're almost there. We're, we're almost there. We're, Amber, do you have anything to pimp while you're here? Like any shows coming up? Any, uh, anything, anything major that you want to talk about? Your article. You've got an article in <laughs> right. Your, your the freelance article. I just. Broke it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am working on a Lawrence Online sort of article for uh, Lawrence Magazine. I think it's coming out this summer issue. I'm so bad. They're quarterly, Lawrence Magazine. You should check out the Lawrence Magazine, everyone out there, because really, it's a lovely little magazine that a lot of people don't even know about it, which is sad because the editor works really hard on it. And it looks really good. I, I think they do a great job. Do they still do a print version or is it all online? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no, yeah the print version is really nice. Beautiful print version. Yeah, they did a, the, the article they did on comedy a few years back where we oh, were, yeah. we, were they, we took those photos. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel dirty about that. <laughs> but those I enjoyed were it. Great. Oh, and it's 420 at time to quit. Yeah. All right. Well, what did we learn today? A bunch of stuff. I don't know. England, I guess. Yep, I didn't do as good. A job. I wrote some notes, but I did not. I did not follow as closely this time as last time. I th- I, I think it was it was ham. It was all about ham. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just put that. Okay. All about ham. Well, we got a title now, anyway. Double deuce. <laughs> Double deuce. <laughs> Contact us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com is our email twitter at doubledeucepod we are also on facebook as doubledeucepodcast 
We're also on iTunes, so please uh, subscribe to us and also leave a review with some stars if you liked it. If not, uh, we've been uh, some other podcast.